It was really, unfortunately, about trying to capitalize off of the Beverly Hills show. And, you know, I guess this is what the kids call clout chasing, right? Virtual reality. Hi, I'm Danny Murphy. And I'm Evan Real. And welcome to 2024. And we kicked off this year with so much drama. And by we, I mean the ladies of Salt Lake City. And Reality Von Tease. Hello. Oh. We can't forget about Reality Von Tease. please. I'm <laughs> obsessed. Evan, how are you still processing? Because I feel like all of social media and beyond is still just thinking about that Salt Lake City finale. How is it simmering in your brain? Well, it is. It's simmering right at the top of my spear right now because I literally just finished watching the episode like two seconds ago. I was dying. I didn't have time. I did just get a new puppy. So we've been a little preoccupied. But finally, little Max was in his playpen and I could sit down and enjoy the drama and the big reveal that was Monica admitting that she was partially responsible for reality Von tease. I mean, I know we were all expecting some big twist at the end all the cast members have been teasing that for a while now and there have been rumblings that you know monica was behind some sort of like social media troll account but it was like the way it was presented oh the editing yes the editing there are people out there comparing it to big little lies and like kind of saying that like meredith is the nicole kidman like it's just it's so it was incredible television I just kind of like don't know where we go from here. Monica says that she has a lot more tea to spill, a lot more of the story to share. But I think that Heather made it really clear at the Bermuda Triangle dinner, like fans don't belong on the show. Fans don't, so get out, leave right now. It's the thing where it's like fans, if you're a fan of the show, but that's one thing. But if you're doing the troll account that like tagged them, added them, everything like that, that's when it's a little, okay, you're... The, the territory is a little too murky there. And I know everybody kind of thought it was going to be just drama about Beauty Lab and Laser. That didn't even come up for any of this, any of that lawsuit stuff. And now it's even more interesting that those lawsuits were going on after all of this went down. Like Monica just trying to dig her heels in a little bit more to Heather. But I love that she kind of like, for Heather last season, because I always love Heather, last season people were really tired of her with the black eye, the deflecting stuff the fact that she was like the narrator and protagonist and everything of this finale really was a perfect bow and also the black eye reveal itself she really was like oh you guys want the heather you want you want your good time gal oh here she is i felt like i had to lie to protect her i did whatever it took i went on book tour and defended her and took for the fact that she gave me a black eye what she was giving the full Heather Gay experience. The I like I literally felt a chill take over my entire body when she did the the black eye reveal as the cherry on top of her Bermuda Triangle Sunday. Like I just I I was like oh my god, and you ended it with that. Like this was really her. I think her redemption for anyone who was annoyed with her last season she said i'm not just going to deliver i'm going to possibly over deliver you are going to be so satiated by what i'm deli- like the, i my appetite is i, I oh. i'm not hungry for any more like she fed me she fed me good she fed me right and she fed me my favorite meal which she, is yeah. a, a black eye reveal a black eye reveal receipts back. everything <laughs> so much so that I, I guess someone put a few extra dollars on uh the phone card that uh, Jen Shaw gets in jail 
um, because she was able to get the, I don't know, like the, like the texting and Instagram social plan. It's kind of like on Wi-Fi when you're on a plane. Do you want just texting or do you want like data for social? She's like, no, I need that. Because I need to post an Instagram story. I'm sure it was just done by whatever manager was doing, like, the book club or whatever she was doing. But she took the time. I guess she was able to catch wind about what was going on to say, wow, everyone is still obsessed with me. And if I had a black eye, wouldn't Andy have shown that footage? And he's just upset that I didn't do a sit-down with him. And another thing, all these Salt Lake City ladies need me. Like, she was really still able to bring it back to her. As we expect from our criminal queen. I mean, that that's very Jen Shah behavior to, as you said, figure out how to get her thoughts and feelings expressed across uh, Instagram while she is currently in she's, she's like, Elizabeth Holmes, is this too nasty? She's like, send it. I think you should publish that now. She's like, okay, I'm going to send it. <laughs> I love that Andy clap back because she called in, in her Instagram situation. She called Andy Cohen but hurt like you just always got to include me beginning middle and end to keep this show relevant etc you're whatever about the sit down and he came back with a response and said that he it seemed like he wasn't like really that interested in a sit down because apparently she also wanted a docu-series and yeah which is my favorite thing well andy is kicking off 2024 with a little bit of the shade that we love from andy where he was like He was like, as someone who is just the victim of an online phone scam, this message comes at an interesting time, (laughs) which I did love. But yeah, he was like, he also said, he was like, if we had the footage, we would have aired it. If we had footage, don't you think we would have aired it? Like, he's like, I wasn't protecting you for any reason. We just didn't see the footage. You guys were lying about that. Or Heather was covering up the black eye. So we didn't know what the was going on there. And then, then he goes to the thing where it's like, I'm over Jen Shaw. Jen is the only person who's still thinking about Jen Shaw because that's what he was saying. He was like, she wanted to have a full docu-series to follow the sit-down. And also she wanted the sit-down to be about how she was innocent. So he's kind of like, it would have just been a stale lie escapade that would have wasted everybody's time. Yeah, totally. And like to your point about his point being over Jen Shaw, like I hope that this is honestly the last. Oh hear of her like i'm glad we got the black eye reveal from heather's mouth herself i'm glad she was finally ready to be able to share that with the world but like let's let that be the period on jen shah's presence on the real house of salt lake city i mean uh, mary told us just a few weeks ago that that jen shah is a stain on the show she's she's got her wool light yes scrubber brush and she's ready to get that stain right off the shirt sham wow what I'm wondering, though, it seems that Mary would not want the same treatment to Monica because didn't she say to you that she is, like, texting Monica now? Yeah, she said that after the reunion, she is the only one who is currently on speaking terms with Monica. And mm. she said she is ready to help Monica sort of rejoin the group, possibly mend fences if she is asked back for another season. That Although I, is, I was gonna say that is LOL from Mary Cosby because is Mary Cosby in the group? <laughs> I know, I know. That's the thing. Like Mary Cosby had a very strong presence at the beginning of the season. And then all of a sudden she disappeared for the second half of the season. And she did tell Teddy Mellencamp on the red carpet at Kathy Hilton's party that production just stopped inviting her to events and cast trips and stuff. So I don't know if they're like, girl, we can't go and fetch you McDonald's one more time. Like if you're going to go to Bermuda, like please enjoy the Bermuda experience, but can you imagine Mary Cosby sitting at that Bermuda Triangle right. dinner situation? Like, what 
I feel like she could have <laughs> gone one of two ways, um, either pro Monica or pro the rest of the group. And I feel like she's had contentious moments with everyone on this yeah. cast. Wh what side do you think she would have swayed? I feel she would have just had a round two of just sitting in silence for 20 minutes and then just going, women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of her classic review. I would have loved to see if she, I think she would have been tired of the antics. So she probably would have shut down the theatrical elements of it, which we did love. So maybe it is for the best that Mary wasn't there. But I'd be very curious if Mary, if she could bring Monica back in, especially now because Monica with that photo shoot is really just like, oh, I am the villain. Yeah, I mean, she's really leaning into it. And what other choice does she have? What else could she do at this point? I know we're waiting for the reunion to hear whatever other parts of this story she has yeah. to share. I'm excited to hear what she has to say. But there's also a part of me that thinks, you know, between filming and confessionals, you have time to think and ruminate and figure out how you're going to like save face or salvage yourself. And so I don't know if it's like a situation where like, I don't know. Crystal said there was more to the story about Sutton and then there wasn't. And then this mm. situation where she's saying there's more to the story. Apparently, I mean, she has a whole burn book that she's bringing oh. to the reunion. So there are pages. Mean Girls the Musical. Filled. Like, yeah. wait, that honestly, I wonder if that's like promo for Mean Girls the Musical. I, I don't think Renee Rapp wants any demonic involved at all in in it but maybe they're like no we have megan the stallion on the soundtrack so not begging monica to do her uh the boy is mine situation I mean, wait who if monica did the boy is mine and she was monica who would be her brand I mean, can you imagine mary cosby and monica doing a creation oh. of the boy is a mine now that is something i would like to that is something that i would encourage Andy Cohen to put his dollars behind. Make that docuseries. Bet it all on that. <laughs> on the on Monica when she was blonde. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yes. We did see a blonde Monica <laughs> rummaging through the Meredith Marks boutique. I will say I loved how Meredith had it so ready to go. You said that was the first time you were in my store when you had very well been in my store before. And having that juxtaposed against the security footage did kind of really just like slap you in the face mm -hmm. with how kind of insane Monica might be. But I mean, it's like, she was, she was entertaining yeah. she was entertaining and did you see meredith tweet that she was kind of she was tipped off that that security footage was like monica on it right before the trip so that's why she was really quiet when monica was coming at her because she's like what is this game plan here what is going on and then she found out that makes sense and i mean while we have answers about this and like salt lake city perfectly wrapped up we got the full season i still don't know are we still calling it season three of ultimate or season four of ultimate girls trap or i don't know what is it season five six seven out the morocco one because i don't know what's going on but brandy just talked about it some more yeah i feel like it's season never happening mm -hmm. uh <laughs> but brandy is shedding more light on the situation which i always appreciate because like this whole thing has been shrouded in mystery for the most part i mean we've had caroline say her piece i talked to brandy a few months ago but there are still sort of like holes in the story and i don't yeah. think we're ever gonna like understand the full scope of what happened between caroline and brandy in morocco until the season comes out but i just i don't think that's happening because brandy in her interview uh with bryce Anner from entertainment tonight they were doing it at uh, an aesthetics or plastic surgery office and she was getting m sculpt to sort of help with her facial disfigurement which is 
caused from a condition that's stress related. And she is relating this condition to the stress from all the backlash she has received mm. for the Caroline versus Brandy situation. After the trip, the infamous girls trip, I've had some health issues that have affected my ability to talk, um, my ability to taste food. My face basically would just swell up. Like I would go into anaphylaxic shock. And she said that it really sort of flared when she was on the phone with Andy Cohen receiving disappointing news. Now, my question would have been, oh. what was the disappointing news? I'm thinking maybe it has something to do with Girls Trip possibly not airing because Brandy, when I interviewed her, very much said over and over, I just wanted to air. I just wanted to air so I can sort of clear my name and let the fans decide what side they want to be on. So I, if I, I've, if I could predict, I don't think we're going to see it. Do you? No. I also, especially after how what, like how much of a mess it has been yeah. before it's even aired, and also to see how much everybody is loving the Roni legacy, I still kind of feel, I think the Ultimate Girls Trips are now just Dorinda and Chris and Takeman against the world. <laughs> right. They are a dynamic duo. I, they, I, I, I love them. I love Kristen back on my TV. And Kristen was even did some sort of like winky face teasy post the other day about like, this isn't the, like my, my time back on reality TV was like really quick for now, winky face. So I think we're going to be seeing more of Kristen. I think we're going to be seeing more of the Roni girls doing a, maybe an annual trip. I think the fans would love that. And if we can't work with Ramona any longer, which I mean, especially. Bye. Good night. There are other girls, girls to pull from. Like we could welcome Aviva. We could sort, I feel like we could make amends with Jill and pay her what she needs to be paid. You know what I mean? Like, so I think that Roni legacy in its girl trip iteration, I think it has legs to run for mm. seasons to come. And I the fans are just really loving it. Please. And like, please like tell Tinsley it'll be nice. Cause I just need her back. Yes. yes. I can't believe I mentioned anyone before I mentioned. I was confused as well. My queen Tinsley. I love Tinsley Mortimer so much and she deserves to be on a vacation somewhere for two weeks and get a cute little paycheck and give you and I the joy of seeing her back on television. Please. And I mean, I would hope the vacation that she goes on is as wonderful and headline making as Kyle's vacation, well, both the uh the the both are Kyle and Moe's uh vacation to Aspen, which uh we'll get into. But the Kyle one with Rihanna, which really I think broke every single part of the internet. And not only that, we got to talk to uh Kyle's friend Anna Marie all about it, right, Evan? Yes, we did. It was so interesting to chat with Anna Marie because I always find it uh to be an interesting perspective. Mm -hmm. the housewives experience from a newbie or a rookie and it really seems like Anna Marie came in not knowing what to expect no in the middle of everything right she came in like episode six as a friend of Kyle and then got her diamond and somehow ended up in a feud with Sutton over her esophagus and now and also Dr. Nicole Yes. So she cleared up esophagate for us and she also shared her thoughts on Kyle hanging out in Aspen with Rihanna. And she also shared her thoughts on Mauricio hanging out in Aspen with a scantily clad, and she looked amazing, scantily clad, by the way. I thought she looked incredible. No one can ski without clothes like the one and only Anita. I just love that they both found a pop star to hang out with in Aspen. Like, that's amazing. God bless Colorado. Is it time to talk about now what is called esophagus gate? First off, let me just start by saying that to 
anyone and everyone that was hurt, offended with me, um, you know, saying like a, a, my facetious remark, you know, like, oh, if you have a structure, you just chew your food. I was being very facetious when I said that. And, you know, lesson learned in that as a professional in this platform, I now understand that I'm not going to be given the same, you know, kind of runway or leeway mm. um, to be, you know, like nonsensical, like some of the other ladies will be with some things. Um, and so, like I said, I, you know, last thing I want to do is to offend anybody on something that is actually very serious. So first and foremost, I apologize for that. Um, and then, so where this is really coming from with my line of questioning is I'm really trying to understand what she's talking about. And this is why, because when, you know, Kyle brings it up at the dinner and says, you know, Sutton doesn't eat her food and she pushes it around her plate and she says it's because she has a small esophagus. It's being presented to me, you know, as somebody who's just meeting the ladies for the first time as an excuse. And then when I ask Sutton, you know, what what is causing this? She, you know, I'm I'm just met with her getting very angry and defensive at me and denying that there's something, you know, she's not very forthcoming with information sometimes. Um, so, you know, that's really, that's really what it is. I'm trying to understand what the underlying condition she's, it, that it is like, what's, what's happening? What did you think of Dr. Nicole stepping in yes. and her assessment online because it seems like from what you're telling us right now it didn't seem like she understood your intention yeah so I was really very hurt by Dr. Nicole doing that um you know as as a colleague in anesthesia practice she knows my training she knows my skill set she knows my knowledge base um and so I would think that you know, if you see something and you're kind of wondering, like, why are you going along that line of questioning? Why wouldn't you offer that professional courtesy and reach out to me and kind of ask and say, oh, I wasn't really comfortable with that. Like, why were you doing that? Um, and then as another, you know, reality TV personality, she knows that, you know, we, we you don't always get the full picture. And so I feel like for both of those reasons, it would have made if she actually was responding because she really cared, she would have reached out to me. And I actually did reach out to her after I was told that she made a video and, you know, she didn't respond to it, which, you know, shows me that this wasn't so much about clarifying anything for anyone. It was really, unfortunately, about trying to capitalize off of the Beverly Hills show and you know, I guess this is what the kids call clout chasing, right? Like you're just trying to capitalize on the moment for likes and, and whatever it is. And as I said, as a, as a, as a colleague that was um, professionally really inappropriate, I think. And it was, it was very hurtful, you know, and, and I, 
I met her at BravoCon. We did a medical panel together and I, you know, I thought she was really nice. Wow. I thought she was really classy. She didn't come across as the kind of person that would, you know, do that, you know? So yeah, I think it's, it, was, it was hurtful. And I think it was really, really sad. Speaking of things that are off, another thing that is off currently in the group is uh, Sutton and Kyle. Like they oh. have been at it all season. Kyle said that she's currently on a break from Sutton as someone who is Kyle's friend and who has clashed with Sutton. What is your take on the situation? Do you think they're donezo? Because from that conversation in the room at dinner, it just, it didn't, it, it felt a little irreparable. Yeah, you know, um, I have hope for them. I don't think it's irreparable. Um, I, I really feel like Kyle, she's, she's a really forgiving person. And I feel like Sutton, when she wants to be reasonable, can be reasonable, right? It kind of goes back to that thing I was talking about with Sutton, where it's two steps forward, one step back. What what mood is she going to be in today? What side does she want to show you? I feel like if she's going to show some consistency to Kyle and really show that she can be a good friend and really be there for her, then I feel like they're going to be able to move forward just fine. Um you know, I, I think it was really, it was really off-putting for Kyle, I'm sure, right? Like this is supposed to be your friend and she's coming after your marriage and she's coming after you for being healthy and being sober and things like that. And so I can see why Kyle's like, I can see why she needs a break from her right now, right? That's not, that's not friend behavior. That's not how friends are supposed to be there for one another and support each other. And I mean, she had a nice holiday break with Rihanna. So I think Kyle is recharging just fine right, right now. Seriously, right? Like what more can you ask for? Yeah, I it mean, does seem like Kyle's in a really good spot. She's hanging out with Rihanna in Aspen while Mo is skiing with Anita in a bikini. Like everyone's just like living their best lives. But I'm I'm still not over Mo skiing partially nude with Anita and Lele Pons. Like what, what it, was your reaction to that situation? I, I, I love it. Um, I love how they both each found their their like pop superstar to hang out with an Aspen. Yeah, I mean, I think that look, they've been married for a long time, right? Twenty seven years. They have a beautiful family. They had a beautiful relationship, and they're they're going through hard times right now, right? I think they're both in a place where they're still prioritizing their family. They want to do what's best for their children. Um, but I think they are, you know, they're clearly taking some space from each other right now. And they're in that phase where they're, they're doing things that are bringing them joy and things that are making them happy. And I am happy for them for doing that. You know, mm -hmm. it's just, it's the nature of the beast that they're public people. This is what happens, right? Every every single move you make is scrutinized. Everybody's watching it. Everybody knows about it, right? You know how many people are going through things like this right now doing far worse? We just don't know about it, right? If you loved gossiping with us, and I know you do, then don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Virtual Reality by Page Six. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week.